Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. Thanks to my buddy Craig Heist, the birthday man. Craig Heist, I believe, turned 35 years old today. Incredible. Uh, He uh, has been covering sports in this area for at least 10 years. All right. We got a lot of things to get into tonight here on Overtime, the world of Washington football. We got championship games coming up this weekend. We'll take a peek ahead. Are you Team McVay or Team Shanahan? I saw a really funny tweet today. Somebody put out a picture of Kyle Shanahan and his wife and his kids, and somebody had put Sean McVay's head over one of the kids. I mean, <laughs> and you know, like it would have been okay if Sean was like clean shaven. You probably would have never even blinked, but you know, he has the beard, so then you know that it's obviously. A grown ass man on a kid's head, on a kid's body, um, but you know Sean's kind of got a baby face. If he got rid of the beard, he would really look like a baby. And of course, the hair gel. Most kids don't wear that much hair gel. But I like McVeigh. I hope he can end the curse, the the streak, the the slump, whatever you want to call it. Six straight games lost to the 49ers. Uh, it would be cool to see. Uh, we'll talk about the quarterback of the 49ers at great length when Ben Standing joins us at seven from the Athletic DC. Uh, been a lot of discussion about Jimmy G and of course the fact that he'll probably be available <clears throat> this offseason as he goes into the final year's contract. Of course, as many of you know, the Niners, you know, sold hard to move up to get Trey Lance and they've got to give him the keys to the car next year, you would think. But you know, of course there's this whole awkward thing. Well Jimmy G is now in a second NFC championship in three seasons. And I know, you know, he's just lucky, he's terrible, blah, blah, blah. I've heard all the arguments, I've watched all the games, so I get it. I get it. Look, I've, go, I've ridden the roller coaster. Like, when they were rolling in the middle of this year and I'm watching, I'm like, dude, these people are so wrong about Jimmy G. <laughs> then I watch the Titans game, and I'm like, oh, everybody is so right about Jimmy G. Hate this guy. First half of the Cowboys game, man, I love Jimmy G. Second half of the Cowboys game, man, I hate Jimmy G. <laughs> the the Packers game, how the hell were they winning with Jimmy G? You know, I mean, you go through all of it, like the emotional roller coaster. And I know the quarterbacks don't, you know, the wins and losses shouldn't be stuck on the quarterbacks. But yet, if you go to Pro Football Reference, they are. They're right there. The center doesn't have his record. The running back doesn't have his record. I mean, only the coach and the quarterback get the records. And Jimmy G's is really good. Um and I and actually, you know, beyond just that stuff and just looking at afar, spent some time on the radio this week with Logan Paulson, who played there uh, with the 49ers, knows Jimmy G, and uh, had a lot of good things to say about him. Had a lot of good things to say about him this week, and he, and he said the guy's a great leader, hard worker, um, all the stuff you'd like intangibly of a quarterback, throws a really good football. Um, but, yes, there have been these moments where you're like, wow, what was that? And then – 
you know, it comes down to the price. Is the price right, like in terms of what you're giving up, in terms of the ca- salary cap space, um, you know, spending, you know, $26.5 million, uh, what would be, I think, is this cap number next year, is that worthwhile to you, or is it too much of a cap suck for a team that maybe needs a little bit more out of the position? I mean, here's the reality. There's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks right now. I mean, the Broncos are looking for a quarterback. The Steelers are now looking for a quarterback. Big Ben. Officially retiring today. I mean, we knew it was happening, but he officially retires. Uh, the Colts may be looking for a quarterback. The, uh, the Browns could be. The Raiders could be. Um, uh, let's see who else. The Jets. No, they're not looking for a quarterback. The Titans should be. Uh, the Saints are definitely looking for a quarterback. The Panthers. Um, obviously, Washington football is. So there's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks. The Buccaneers could be in a few weeks, you know? Um, that could very well happen. That could very well happen if Tom Brady retires. He sure sounded like a guy who had one foot out the door the other day. Uh, more so than he ever has in his career. So there's a lot of things that could be moving here. So, you know, you may not even get a crack at Jimmy G. And he he may find a better position or better place, I should say. They might find a better trade partner for him. And the same, you know, so you've got to be open to anything. But it's going to be, it's a tough market. I mean, there's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks right now, it appears. And, you know, beyond just the Washington football team looking for QB, well, things to consider. We'll talk about all that with Ben Standing, uh, Washington, uh, the, the Athletic D.C., Washington football team, soon to be named Washington something or others, Washington Commanders, Admirals, Red Hogs, Hogs. Uh, pick your pick your poison, whatever whatever you want it to be. Bullets is my choice. I would like them to be the Washington Bullets and somebody else is using a fine name like that anymore. I think they would have been a good choice. Didn't make the list, though. I thought that would have been a good call. Uh, ben Raby at 8 o'clock. We'll talk about the Capitals with Ben. Ben is the Caps radio host. They are struggling, as Joe Namath would say, in January. What is the biggest issue? Can they get help at the deadline? They obviously could use some goaltending, um, among other things. Um, you know, is coaching a problem? I know. That's not always a popular thing to ask, but I will. So I'll throw that at Ben when he joins us at 8 o'clock. we got to talk about the Wizards. Bradley Beal did a sit-down interview today with Chris Miller. I want to go through a little bit of that. Um, to say... They've been disappointing would be a bit of an understatement after the fast start. So, all right, so lots to deal with. All right, so we're six days away from the unveiling of the team name, Washington football team. And today, of course, uh, the story comes out that the, you know, the workplace environment issues with the Washington football team from uh, the stories the Washington Post wrote, the Beth Wilkinson uh, investigation will all come to a head on 2-3-22, ironically, the day after the team will have a name. So the Congressional Committee investigating the NFL's handling of the allegations of sexual harassment with the Washington football team has invited several employees to tell their story, former employees, to tell their stories and answer questions. And a roundtable on February 3rd, it's going to be shown live on a YouTube stream. Uh, it'll also be on the House Committee and Oversight Reform website, I'm sure you're all very familiar with that, probably locked into your favorites on your um, on your uh, computer. The discussion, of course, you know, just a day after the name's been unveiled on the Today Show and got all this, like, happy talk going on about the franchise that, boom, the past that you want to leave in the rearview mirror is very much still in play here because of the NFL's mismanagement of it. There's no other way to put it. If they would have just come out and had a pair and done something here beyond just like, hey, we've seen enough. Like, this is almost like Spygate where they burned the tapes and didn't have anything to say. 
beyond that, right? This did their punishment. Oh, we don't, we're not going to show you the tapes. They're gone. Or where they couldn't find the Ray Rice uh, video, right? That was apparently on the floor or whatever it was behind a copier um, in the mailroom or whatever the story was. I mean, this is just, this, you know, again, the, the Keystone cops in terms of handling their own internal investigations over the years this is what the NFL does. But at the end of the day, none of these other 31 owners or 30, since the Packers are, you know, not a owner or an entity, want to go down this road. None of them want to go down this road because the reality probably is, most likely, there's a few of them that don't want all their dirty laundry aired out, certainly not in front of Congress, let alone anywhere about things in the past and NDAs that, um, you know, of workplace issues over the years. And this is a problem in professional sports. We saw it with the Mavericks, or the Phoenix Suns. I mean, this is not new. This is not new. It's not independent of Washington. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it good. It doesn't make it feel better. Oh, yeah, there's misery, you know, loves company. No, it's, it's none of that. It's, it's awful. However, it happens in other places. And that's why, again, you know, Roger Goodell he has a big title, makes a lot of money, good for him. But he's got a little hole in the back where, you know, like Jerry Jones or whoever, Rob Kraft, whoever at the time sticks their hand in there and he moves his lips and, and there've been, you know, he's a ventri- you know, there's a ventriloquist thing going on here and he does what they want him to do because he works for them at the end of the day and they don't want anything to happen here. However, like we saw with the name and why we're going to two, two, 22, the pressures that come with these attention getting moments is, you know, sponsors, money, that's where things start to change. Those are the folks that are going to, you know, that's that will be the only thing that will change anything about this. You can put them up for Congress. Congress can say a lot of stuff uh, until, you know, big corporations, big money people say, hey, yeah, we got to do a little bit better than just, hey, we've handled it and this is what's going to happen. You know, Raj, you got to come down with something a little bit more significant or better yet, just release the report, which they don't want to do. Who knows, by the way, if the report even exists anymore. They could have been burned to pieces by now could have been you know completely deleted 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 you know that thing could have been swiped wiped clean for all we know from every device i mean obviously beth wilkinson knows what was in it you know would they bring her down there could she talk about it i don't know it was a really weird situation because she was initially hired by the team to do this internal investigation then it got turned over to the nfl we've had all these uh reports you know throughout the time of the washington post and others that you know, maybe there was some interference with this investigation and the job they were trying to do. A lot of things in play here. and We don't know. We don't have a lot of answers. We just had the NFL tell us, no, 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 We handled it. It's good. We're moving forward. But it's really hard to say that when the day after you're going to have this big celebratory moment. The new uniforms that the players love, apparently, and everybody's like, wow, this is hot. This is going to be great. You know, and, and Ron Rivera has mentioned this many times in the offseason. Hey, you know, after after 222, man, let's just talk about what's in front of us, nothing about what was the past. But, see, these are some things you can't run away from. Some things, unfortunately, if you take a new job and you're the face of something, you, you inherit, right? I mean, you inherit it. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. This is the new company. This is the spinoff of the other company. But there's still some unanswered questions. And obviously the person – that people are angry with is still in charge. And that's the other problem they have here. And that's what the other dicey little dance the NFL is here. So as much as they've wanted to go away and everybody tried to say, no, 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 it's over. It's in the past. We we made good. It's not going away. And, you know, this is just a step. We knew this was coming. I mean, this isn't a surprise, but do you think they picked two, three by accident? Was that the only day they had open? Or do you think they were trying to make a statement? 
I think they were trying to change the narrative. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. So the day after what is supposed to be a big moment, Groundhog's Day, you know, whatever the name is going to be, cool new uniforms, let's get the brand out there, go out and buy your stuff. And the NFL is proud of it. It's, you know, the, we have a week between the Super Bowl, you know, so we have this down week, if you will. Probably get a lot of coaching hires, you know, the Pro Bowl on the weekend, who cares? Anyway, and then boom, you know, and then, oh, by the way, here's another day of the news cycle for the NFL. And of course, this will happen on Thursday. Roger Goodell, the following week at the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, will have his State of the League address. And there'll be somebody there, whether the Washington Post sends, you know, whoever, is it Liz Clark, you know, is it Mark Maskey, whoever has to go, they're going to ask these questions. Other national reporters are going to ask these questions for Roger Goodell in front of a microphone. And he's going to say, you know, they're going to ask him, you know, have you paid attention to what's going on here? Obviously, the NFL says they're cooperating, although to what degree, we all have no idea at this point. And I guess we'll start to find out next Thursday when this thing is, again, open to everybody to watch uh, when it takes place, examining the toxic work culture environment. I mean, the roundtable is called examining the Washington football team's toxic workplace culture. That's what they're saying it is. And again, as much as Ron Rivera wants to move forward, and I get it, I, I would be the same way if I was him. It's unfortunate when you sign the dotted line and you sign that contract, you inherited some baggage. And hopefully, he knew that coming in, what, what their potential was here for some of this baggage. Certainly didn't know that he was going to go through all the stuff he did and know there's going to be a name change and all the other stuff was going to happen. But it is not unreasonable for people to want to circle back to this stuff in regards to the franchise when you're saying we're moving forward and we set a new tone and, and everything's great when there's still a lot of unanswered questions about what happened and the person in charge is still in charge. So it should be fascinating. It's not going to be, you know, again, the honeymoon's not going to last long with the new name and the coverage because of this. And certainly that's not the way they had it planned when they said 2 2 22. They weren't expecting a 2 3 22 kind of punch in the gut in terms of having this kind of stuff out on Front Street. All right, a lot of other things going on in the NFL, including good news for the Dallas Cowboys. Always hate when that happens, but we'll get to that. We will talk about Ben Roethlisberger. And a lot of people today have had their uh, memories of him, where he stands all time and that kind of stuff and what he'll be remembered most. I think there is one category that Ben Roethlisberger – is head and shoulders above the rest, and I will fight on a hill for it, and we'll uh, we'll get to that coming up as well. Scott Jackson with you here. It's overtime on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fan. Scott Jackson with you. Hanging out till nine tonight. 
We'll get to uh, Washington football quarterback race. Uh, ben Standing also had something earlier today, and he'll be with us at 7 about the coaching staff. He's got some coaching staff news of the Washington football team as well, so we'll get to that. Cowboys got some really good news today on the coaching staff front uh, as they will not be losing Dan Quinn after all. Now, is this a matter of Dan Quinn just getting out in front of the fact that he wasn't going to get a head coaching job? I mean, he still has head coaching money coming into him with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And I will say this. I mean, you know, we joke around about, oh, these coaches, whatever. Like, we act like it's not a big deal for them to keep moving from job to job, especially these assistant coaches when these uh, job changes, uh, you know, happen. But it's got to get old. I mean, you, you don't want to be the person moving around, especially if you have family. That, that's not fun. I mean, you know, anybody that's actually done that knows what I'm talking about. So you, you don't want to be that person. Um, and, you know, hey, he might like Dallas. Oh, yeah, he also might think the guy who's coaching in front of him is a boob, which he is. Uh, and he understands that he could be the head coach of that team in a year or maybe even the middle of next year. Uh, as what happened to him. Remember, he got fired. He was 0-5 with the Falcons, and they fired him you know, last year or the year before, excuse me. And then obviously he landed on his feet with the Cowboys, the D coordinator, a great job. Players love him. Uh, they uh, respond to him, you know, and the other part of it is, and this is not a knock. He may just be a really good defensive coordinator. I mean, that, that may be who he is, right? I mean, he had a 43 and 42 record. Atlanta did get to the Super Bowl. Um, we know it was like the greatest collapse ever in Super Bowl history. He's, he'll never, you know, obviously, live that one down uh, and one other playoff season. And that was it. I mean, so in his totality in the time there in six years, you know, 43 and 42 fired at 0 and five in 2020 and two playoff appearances, one of which they went deep, obviously went all the way to the Super Bowl, blew a big lead. Um, the next year they lost the Eagles in the divisional playoff game. Of course, never forgive them for that. Don't, don't forgive them. I don't forgive New Orleans because, you know, if New Orleans doesn't give it the Hail Mary to Case Keenum, then they're going to go in and they're going to smash Philadelphia. I mean, there's no question they're going to smash Philadelphia. Sorry, Eagle fan. And, that's, and then we don't have to deal with the, you know, the Philly special and all this, the Nick Foles BS and, and all that other stuff. <sighs> but instead we do. So anyway, congrats on that Super Bowl. Yeah, my in-laws are all Eagles fans, so you can tell there's a personal personal injury here that I'm talking through. But anyway, so good move for Dallas. Um, apparently, they're going to keep you know the tight ends coach, the, the guy who Aaron Rodgers hated, uh, as their head coach for now. And they got Dan Quinn back. I haven't heard a whole lot about the boy genius offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, recently. Hmm. Maybe people saw the game against the 49ers where he didn't get his best players involved, and they just said, yeah, maybe this guy's not as smart as he thinks he is. Maybe we're just going to take a step back. You gave Ezekiel Elliott those opportunities, and you didn't give them to Tony Pollard. You didn't get the ball to CeeDee Lamb. You didn't get the ball to Mark. Yeah, we're good, man. You just go ahead and you stay there in Dallas for another season. So that's what's going on. Good for Dan Quinn. Um, You know, like the defense, they were – what a jump. I mean, a huge jump. I mean, teams don't make jumps like that normally. Uh, They did, but they did. They're very impressive. And there's a lot of good D coordinators in the market, including Vic Fangio, who apparently is going to interview for the Jags job. Although there's a report, and it's on Mike Jarecki, uh, who re- put this out. He's with the car, he covers the Cardinals. So I think he would probably have some good insights on what's going on with the Cardinals. Uh, he had uh, tweeted out earlier that um, he is hearing the Jags are close to hiring Adrian Wilson as the general manager. And Byron Leftwich is the head coach. Now, this was supposedly the reports that came out today. The Byron Leftwich, good for him, by the way. First head coaching job, do you want to work with Trent Baalke 
or do you want to have like a little more say in your roster and like a chance to actually be a success? Um, you're going back to Jacksonville where, you know, you're trying to do like a little redemption tour as a quarterback, you know, it, it never worked with him there. Of course, you know, David Garrard ended up being the better of the two, uh, you know, injuries are part of Byron's deal, but he's been a really good head coach or uh, offensive coordinator, excuse me, with the uh, Bucks, And now a chance to be a head coach of the franchise who picked him in the first round would be a pretty cool story. If he's a success at it, it's got a really good young quarterback and Trevor Lawrence. They've got some other pieces that are not terrible. Uh, and really, let's be honest, anybody who goes in there is not named Urban Meyer is going to be a breath of fresh air. And I think um, I was down there when they were good. Like they, I, w- I worked down there in 96 uh, to 2000. And I got there just in time for the run they had when they beat the Broncos, the, you know, at Mile High Stadium, the Elway team, Shanahan team before they won the two Super Bowls. Unbelievable run. Beat the Bills in the week before that. Lost to Parcells' uh, Patriots that went to the Super Bowl and lost that to the Packers and Parcells was, you know, on the phone during the day calling the Jets instead of focusing on the Super Bowl. But whatever. Um, I don't care. I hate the Patriots, so what do I care? But anyway, that was um, – you know, there was there's a good fan base down there still. I mean, they've been damaged. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, they care a little bit more about the Gators than they do the Jags. But if the Jags are good, they'll support them. And they were really good for many years under Tom Coughlin. And they got a lot of good support. So it'd be cool to see Leftwich go down there and hit it big. And if Adrian Wilson can help him in the front office, that would be that would be a smart move. And good for him for getting what he wants if he can out of this thing. Kashad Khan, as we know, he's got a few bucks, okay? He can, he can go ahead and buy some people out if he needs to. So uh, good for him uh, if he's able to get that done. And, you know, and Adrian Wilson, you know, he's paid his dues. Now he's going to be a, a GM. So, you know, solid for him, too. He's been a, was a guy who has been grinding in the scouting world for a while. It looks like, man, it's a kind of a little bit of a run. They got a little NC State click out there with uh, Steve Kime, too. So. We'll see how it uh, works out, but good for good for Byron Leftwich to get a little bit more than just worrying about the money and the and the gig. Make sure you got a little bit of say so and who's going to be in your roster too. All right, Ben Standing, the Athletic DC, will come up next. We'll talk about this quarterback thing. A really good story this week on Jimmy Garoppolo and if Washington would be lucky or unlucky to acquire him uh, in a in a very quarterback heavy market. I mean, a, a quarterback heavy in terms of teams shopping for quarterbacks, not available quarterbacks, but it's a lot of teams that appear to be on the quarterback uh, hunt right now. So we'll get to that straight ahead when he joins us here at the top of the hour. Scott Jackson with you. Overtime, 106.7, the fan of the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.